From legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode. Or go to ipswichtoday.com.au Coming up, a Riverview man who lost his voice due to cancer has it restored by Ipswich Hospital. Ipswich's population nudging 245,500. The fire ant fight continues. And Ipswich Central building owners urge to convert above shop space into residential accommodation. It's Wednesday, February 8, 2023, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. And my name's Kevin. And this is my story. Surgery has delivered the gift of speech to throat cancer victim Kevin Plummer after the cancer took away his ability to talk in 2020 when he was diagnosed with an advanced cancer. This Riverview man has found his voice again owing to successful surgery at Ipswich Hospital. After the 2020 surgery, Kevin had to use a handheld device held to his throat known as an electrolarynx. It sounded like this. And in 2020, I had an operation and my voice box was taken out as well and now I speak with this electronarrage. The good news is the 57-year-old speech has now been restored by Westmorton Health ear, nose and throat specialist Dr Stephen Kelly who inserted an artificial prosthesis to imitate Mr Plummer's voice box. Kevin sounds more like himself since the most recent operation last June after a voice prosthesis. People can understand it a lot easier because it is my voice and now I can probably yell a bit or maybe whisper if I have to so you can get your feelings across and probably your emotions across more instead of using the electrolytes. Mr Plummer said it was now much easier to get his son's attention rather than trying to write a message on a whiteboard and he was learning to find his own voice after two years without a voice box. He continues to have ongoing therapy and will hopefully transition to a device where there's no need to use his hand to cover his stoma or the small opening when speaking. And while we're at Ipswich Hospital, school-based trainee Alec Matheson has proved his dedication to a future in health as he continues his secondary studies. The 16-year-old Bundamba State Secondary College student first completed a TAFE tester course, learning first aid and CPR, which encouraged him to complete a certificate two in health. Alec is now completing paid clinical shifts on the 7B medical ward at Ipswich Hospital as he upgrades his qualification with a certificate three in health as part of the Deadly Start Education to Employment program. And Westmorton Health has welcomed 89 new graduates. In a joint announcement from four local state members of parliament, they said the nurses are starting their careers working in the wider Ipswich region. According to the statement, some 1,200 extra frontline workers are now employed by Westmorton Health and Ipswich Hospital has added a new 26-bed ward. In other local news, 13 community organisations have received a resilience care kit from Ipswich City Council aimed at improving community resilience, safety and comfort for the community in times of need. The kits include defibrillators for some community centres, USB charging stations, battery operated radios, 
sanitary and comfort items, cleaning items and tea and coffee supplies. Ipswich continues to record strong growth, with 690 new dwellings built during the December 2022 quarter, while Council estimated the population now almost 245,500. This population is housed in 89,343 dwellings, coexisting with 31,140 registered dogs. The city's top performing suburbs for growth are Ripley, Springfield Lakes, Spring Mountain, Red Bank Plains and Bellbird Park. Ipswich residents are being urged to join the fight against fire ants. Head of operations from the National Fire Ant Eradication Program, Graham Dudgeon, said Ipswich continues to be a fire ant hotspot and a whole-of-community approach was needed to rid fire ants from the region. Fire ants are copper-brown with a darker abdomen and measure just 2 to 6 millimetres in size. They inflict a painful fiery sting, which in rare cases can cause a severe allergic reaction in humans and animals. For more information about fire ants or to report fire ant nests, go to fireants.org.au. And finally, Ipswich City Council is proposing a residential reinvention of underused spaces in Ipswich Central. Council is calling on landlords, building owners and businesses to register interest in exploring the conversion of their unused space above a store, cafe or other office into residential living areas. While not a new idea, it's a good one. I remember living in a flat above the credit union in Warwick's Main Street in the 1970s. Ipswich Council also wants more feedback on how it can best encourage building owners to make these spaces residential housing, and there's even a name for it, Shop Top Living. If you're an owner of an Ipswich Central business, building or site, and interested in hearing more about Shop Top Living, Submit an expression of interest by the 24th of March through the Shape Your Ipswich website. That's it for this wrap of local news. Don't forget to check for handy links in the show notes. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au and click the Donate button on the homepage to make a payment through PayPal. Follow and stream this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio and Amazon Music. Or play Ipswich Today on smart speakers. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thank you for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.